This is Johnny Tacos. I've always been a lover of music. The way the drums beat as my heart. The way the guitar sings louder than the vocalist. And the way the song is written. You would think it was how each word just coexisted with the other word. Music has always been a tool for good and evil. Music has always been a way to soothe the heart, to mend the broken, to relax the unnerved, to scream out the angry, and to worship. So please join me as we take a trip and we listen to these wonderful musicians with their art as well as their love songs to God. And I am Johnny Tacos, and this is Origin. Origin.
right, that was Dry Bones from the band Collapse Revive, and we have Michigan's band here today. We have Keebler, we have Josh, and we have Micah. What's up, guys? How's it going? A lot. Hello. We had a little dramatic pause. Yeah, we did. Just a little. Yeah, it's a, it's a little. It's uh, everybody's favorite, non-favorite band uh, who is always in a feud with Blue Fire Horizon and Diamonds to Dust. And oh uh, it's, it's, a, it's a good time. Uh, <laughs> and we're here. We're at it. We're an hour ahead. And you know, syrup on mac, on mac and cheese? No. What? We can't have that. Well, I don't know. I don't say that's a good who's, thing. That's, yeah, who's that's doing that? Says that's a good combination. Well, the guy, uh, the blue fly, blue flyer, blue flyer, blue fire horizon. Oh, blue fire horizon. That, that sounds like Zach. Yeah, that's all Zach, and he he carries uh, maple syrup everywhere he goes. Just a ton. He taunts I need this guy's address. He taunts my I, cringiness. Oh, I have his address. I'll send it to you. <laughs> oh, I have his address Just too. He sent, he sent me something. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Anyways, what's up, guys? Um, how's it over there? I know it's uh, 30 degrees here. What's the weather over there? That's terrible, man. Oh, um, good. <laughs> freezing rain. Uh, high winds. Um, it's. It's like uh, it's a personal form of hell over here. Yeah, it was like yeah. 54 and really nice yesterday with super high winds. And then today you wake up, feels like you got kicked in the sinuses because of the barometric pressure. Yep. Don't quote me on that. I'm not a scientist, but it's, he, it's he just not plays fun. one on TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he just plays one on TV. He's I'm not got a geographer. Weatherman hair. He's got the weatherman hair. He like, does. He can go out right in a tornado, and his hair just stays still. <laughs> Back in the day when Josh and I were in a band called On My Behalf, I used to tell me he looked like he'd sell me insurance because he wear these like floral shirts all the time and <laughs> <laughs> prime mortgage real estate. Like, are you feeling okay? And do you have beneficiaries? <laughs> <laughs> And, and, but but he screams at you. <laughs> yeah. You know you need this. You'll die. I can just imagine Chris Farley choking someone out, <laughs> like Benny's screaming that at him. <laughs> I can already tell this is gonna be a fun interview. Oh yeah. So um how did the band come along? That's fine. <laughs> Good one, Dad. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Nate would normally be the one to answer that, but for those of you who don't know, um, Nate respectfully decided to step away, so I will answer that. Um, I was staying the night at my buddy Paul's studio, sleeping on his couch, and I met this gangly-looking goof, uh, which is Nate, in the morning, and uh, bummed a smoke off of him out front, early 2017, and uh, started talking to him about Jesus, and he wasn't a Christian at the time. And a couple weeks later, uh, he and Paul were asking me to uh, do vocals on this whatever, and I was like, I don't know, man, I'll think about it. And I show up to the studio one day, and Paul was like, get in the vocal booth, I wrote a riff. And you can do, you know, some vocals on it and it happens to be panic off the EP. So I decided to join and then I brought Josh in 
And we've been through like 536,000 bassists since then. Um, but it started in 2017 with just Nate and a few songs he wrote and everybody else kind of fell in. And then after a while, um, we felt we had, uh, Caleb was had left the band. Um, and we need another guitar player. So we spent some time in prayer and, and, uh, that's how Micah came along and, uh, that boy's from Kentucky. <laughs> so it's a yeah. 10 hour commitment. We're from Michigan. So that's the very short of it, but it's just been kind of a snowball of kind of, it's been slow. It's just over the last six years. Well, you know, um, it's a good thing that we have this thing called internet where y'all can just make music from 10, 10 hours away or 20 hours away. Yeah. So. Thank you, Al Gore for inventing the internet <laughs> and weather the internet and weather is, issues. Apparently. Right. Right. Is the internet that cause global warming. Right. That's, all the that's TV, probably all the TV glows from the computers. That's what it is. I, I think Alex Jones had something poignant to say about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With his foil hat and, uh, yeah. Kanye West over there talking that 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 could be a, a different show and I'll <laughs> yeah for real <laughs> I was gonna say man you look a lot like the leader of QAnon <laughs> I try I try that's what I go for that that's that's in now oh yeah think, yeah yeah obviously you're a Christian though right yeah definitely yeah so like are you reformed are you a reformed theology guy well. Uh, yeah, I actually found myself and I'm, I'm trying to set up a date so I can actually let the whole flood storm go with my testimony. Cause people are like saying, well, we hear everybody's testimony, but we haven't heard yours. I'm a like, date with a woman. Huh? You said a what? date? No, no. Testimony, bro. Testimony. Oh, I thought he said he's trying to set up a date. I was like, yeah, that would be a weird segue for me asking if he's reformed theology. I'm just going to say, all reformed just, guys have beards. All of them. Just links his, uh, uh, what is that, Christian mingle? <laughs> Never be lonely if farmers only. No, um, actually, I grew the beard because that was part of the marriage clause. Is my wife said, I shall never shave off my beard. And Micah Dude. knows, he's from Kentucky, he knows. It's the beard. The beer really? is what attracts the ladies, Josh. My wife, yeah, my wife gets mad if I ever uh, shave it off or shave it down or threaten to shave it. Really? She's like, you will not. Yeah. I try to do the mustache with my wife, and she's like, you look like a pedophile. It's like, she's you, right. You disgusting. Yeah, yeah. The mustache was. <laughs> I look great, dude. I look it great. I look, look like they that perfect sure. 80s workout tape guy. Like, you look like Nancy in? Pelosi. Dude, what are you talking about? 10 out of 10. Pure American woman. No, he, yes. lo he looks like Steven Seagal, you know. <laughs> I don't know that's any better. Uh, pre, Dude, his new... Pre, uh, have you seen... Sorry. Yeah, pre-police, you know. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was going to say, have you seen any of Steven Seagal's new movies? Were new you, movies? I've heard bad things about them. Dude, I, it's amazing. Like, in every scene, he's sitting down. Like, he will not stand up. And then he just does like the same karate moves and like this. It's beautiful. Touch you with his finger and you fly 50 feet away. Yeah. That, and then he like flips you over and then, Oh, so well, it's like a Benny yeah. Hinn service. It's all fake. Well, you know, you know, he had perfected his art to a point like, like on Dragon Ball Z, he's up to 10 billion. 
So he, <laughs> all he has to do is just sit down and just <laughs> flick, you know, like he's flicking a booger and just causes chaos throughout. Yeah. Instead of a booger, it's his ponytail. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? Like the episode of Bob's Burgers? <laughs> that uh, oh, Mark Lawrence guy next door is the guy who's like, Pashisha. He I, smacks people with his ponytail. I think that's all he has left of hair is his ponytail. Probably. Yeah, dude. He tucks it in his butt crack. <laughs> dude. Let's go. I'm so glad this is a family family show here. Wow. But anyways, yeah, let's, Josh. Get, let's get back to the music. Uh yeah. so so coming along, um, who are each ever who who is uh the musician that you like kind of idolized growing up. Don't mm-hmm. all talk at once. I think Micah, Micah's you go first. Oh, me? Yeah. Growing you up? Oh man. Um, so growing up, wow. I didn't start playing guitar until I was 16. So, um, a late bloomer. To, yeah. Yeah. So at that point, I guess I started out with like, pop punk and stuff, you know, Blink-182 and Tom DeLonge and Green Day and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then I started to get into, you know, the early middle core, you know, Kill Switch Engage, Azalea Dying. Um, and then it just, you know, it snowballed. You go heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier. Um, the first stuff that I listened to where I was just like, wow, that is absolutely mind-blowing is like Between the Barrett and Me's Alaska album like the, the sweet picking and all that kind of stuff. I was like, I want to learn to do that. So yes. Oh gosh, dude, the intro to Alaska. is so good. Um, so that was the first band I really heard that, uh, I was, man, these guys are phenomenal. And, um, then it just kind of, like I said, snowballed from there got into the faceless and then, um, faceless. I didn't like a lot. Of, honestly, I didn't like a whole lot of, uh, Christian metal when I first mm-hmm. got into it. Um, so I had to really kind of dig into the underground to find different bands that, um, had that sound that I really liked or, um, you know, August Burns Red was really good becoming the archetype. Um, those kinds of bands I, I really gravitated towards early on. Um, but yeah, then I went wayward, like really wayward. <laughs> so I got really into, I got into was a lot of like actual demonic death metal music. <laughs> so, um, God pulled me back into all that, but yeah. Um, that's so, yeah, that's probably kind of where I started with inspiration, I guess. You see, when when uh, you said that you went off into the deep end to the demotic, I was kind of like that, but with like horrorcore. I started going into yeah, like the uh, okay. the harder stuff. I'm like, well, ICP was okay, you know. It's like, but I want to oh, yeah, hear okay. something more because I I loved horror movies, and they go, yeah, well, you should listen to that. Necro and Ill Bill Necro. and all of them. And um, so I started going into deeper and deeper, until I realized, yep. you know, I got kids. Do I really want my kids to think about all this stuff like decapitation and and all yeah. that 
yeah. to a point where God was like, well, maybe this is your cutoff. You know, you need to come back up. And I'm like, there's nothing, yeah. there's nothing like that on the Christian side. And then he goes, oh yeah, I'll show you. And then, <laughs> you know, you got a whole bunch grave robber, which uh, he was on the show a couple months ago. Yeah. Awesome dude. Awesome that dude's, dude. Uh, that that guy tried to sign me to his label back in like 2013. Oh, before Jairus, before Jairus yeah. took over. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Can you explain to me what horrorcore is? Because I've never heard of that. Well, well, good question, my dear Josh. Horrorcore is where you grab rap, metal, and your love of horror movie and kind of blend it in together. Okay. So, so it's more like it's, you know, like death metal, but if death metal had a child with run DMC or Eminem and then they just put it together and, and that's the way it is, it's, it's pretty, uh, graphic kind of, kind of things. You would think that they're material for like serial killers and stuff like that, but hmm. it's just what they write down, you know, there's twisted that does stuff like that, but they kind of moved away when they got older. They, they kind of okay. moved away from all that stuff and started doing, um, other, other types of, uh, horror core, whatever stuff is, but I got out of it about 20 years ago. So nice. Good. Yeah. yeah that's cool, man. So God was like, dude, you need to chill before you hurt somebody. Well, it, like? yeah, it's, it's, um, I hear so many times that music can, um, like control you and make you do bad things. And really it didn't really make me do bad things. It just, it, it made my, um, you know, my thoughts wonder a lot. Yeah. And, for sure. uh, you know, that's with any kind of music and music is, is, is a muse. It's kind of like a, um, it it, it kind of opens up your imagination so you can be more fluid in whatever uh, art you like to do. You know, I like to draw and I'll listen to hard look or, you know, I listen to as a day parish, you know, and stuff like that. And I, and I see my artwork being a lot more holy than hmm. the artwork I did when I used to do uh, listen to ICP and PSI uh, <laughs> and Cannibal Court. Yeah, and for, all for sure. You just drew Fago logos and <laughs> other. <laughs> I drew Hatchet Man all over the place. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I believe it, man. <laughs> I but coming from part. Michigan, you know, they were a, a huge thing over there. I guess they're still a huge thing over there. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, all the juggalos and juggalettes are just doing backflips into microwaves and like play glass nowadays on Facebook. I don't know what else. You're doing. Well, you know, because of, uh, I think, uh, was it violent J is actually quitting the business because of his heart. So, yeah. you know, hopefully that, that would kind of like lead more people that are juggalos back, to, you know, to God. Cause I've seen a lot of, there, there's, uh, places where it goes from juggalo to God, kind of Christian, yeah. um, Christian help, you know, for a lot of the people. Cause all it is, is, is just like, um, a cult is just a bunch of lost people and, yeah. and they just cling to whatever, you know, if you got a good friend that loves you and all that, and he goes, yeah. here, you listen to here and you feel comfort in it. 
Right. That's right. Yeah. Belonging and value is a huge yeah. thing for people. Yeah. And the camaraderie in that, uh, in that group is, uh, well, I mean, like you said, it's almost like a cult. It essentially is a cult, but if the main thing was taken away, that would leave room for, like you said, God to come in or unfortunately anything could come in, but hopefully it would be God. And then you'd start to see more, uh, transformation amongst that community. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and you see it, you, you can, you can actually say, cause the, the stuff that I went through and the stuff that y'all probably went through, and we'll get into it, uh, was God pr- prepping you for the journey that you are to make you who you are, the musicians you are. Right. Mm-hmm. But what, kind, what other music have y'all listened to that you kind of was fond of as kids and say, Hey, you know, I want to do that. What do you think? Oh, man. Or Josh? Yeah. If you got something, Josh, you can go, you can go ahead. All right. I'm, I'm a bit of a tough bag here because I come from a musician's family, but uh, my first great love and still to this day is the myth of man himself, Frank Sinatra. Uh, oh, Blue Eyes. Is my all-time favorite singer, uh, songwriter. And uh, and then uh, my dad was huge into like, you know, death metal and black metal. So young age, I was listening to bands like Mortification, uh, Extol, Chinese Happy, stuff like that. So I was listening to a lot of those bands. Um. Jason Bittner was huge for me. I'm a drummer first before I'm pretty much anything. And I've been playing drums for so long. So I started playing a lot of stuff, the mortification albums from the nineties. And then I found extol and got into like early thousand foot crutch and their puppet album, which, which was in drop B. So that was like my first intro to like heavier drop tune music. And, and then I found under oath in seventh grade and it was all over under oath is probably my all time favorite, um, metalcore records and then uh obviously I, i'm a really big like 80s hair metal guy so i love rat and van halen and well pretty much any of those 80s bands are really fun to listen to for me um shoot i'll sit and listen to gregorian chants because the harmonies are nice um but then i got into deathcore because uh, of impending doom the nail dead risen record and it's all downhill a descent into making demonic mouth noises ever since and so nowadays i i still listen to the same stuff but just play heavier music and it was and then a lot of i have to really give credit to my uh my youth pastor growing up he played trumpet for joe cocker back in the uh back in the 70s and 80s so like i grew up in a pentecostal church and so like just trumpets and trombones and he would wail on the trumpet incredible pianist so i uh was really impressed by him and his son's band, Julian and Ian, had a band called Definition Plexus. And their buddies, Nate Wittick, who is the vocalist of Boreworm now, was the drummer of um, Yellow Sign. <clears throat> um, so those guys, being in youth group at those bands that kind of blew up for a while, were some of the biggest inspirations I had to do what we're doing today at nearly 30 years old. And I'm still kicking those old records. Man, you make me feel old. I'm like 46 and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, 80s music was kind of like a building block for a lot of the, yeah. the bands that are now uh, today, mm-hmm. you know, without 80s, you wouldn't have Metallica or Megadeth, you know, you wouldn't have even 
the hair bands, the, um, you know, poison, which I, I enjoy. I still listen to those on, on, on a daily while I'm at work because I can't listen to heavy, heavy stuff at work because they, they don't understand what it is. And, and right. it, it gives them a headache, you know? Right. So they yeah. say, you know, yeah. I say if you're, if you're, if it's too loud, you're too old. Well, yeah. You know, off of the uh, airheads. The yep. movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good movie. What about you, Josh? Oh man, um, I remember uh, the thing that got me to hear music. Um, uh, it opened up my mind to those sort of things. Was this collaboration that uh, Johnny Depp did with Machine Gun Kelly? <laughs> I knew it was gonna be something stupid. I no, knew it. Gosh. Um, oh my gosh! No, I remember the first song I ever heard um, with screaming in it was by The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, uh, Des Moines. Yeah, Des Moines. And I I would uh, I would listen to that and drive around on my four wheeler, like standing up, just screaming as loud as I could. <laughs> and then in um, a loincloth, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, not even that. Um, but that kind of introduced me to this whole other realm of drumming vocals, um, guitar work, all that stuff. But other than that, I would say like, a lot of jazz. I was brought up on a lot of like jazz and funk and, uh, and then like eighties kind of not really synth wave, although that was there as well, but like Blondie, uh, heart. Yeah. Heart all day, bro. Yeah, dude. That drummer is wild actually. But yeah, man. And, um, I don't know. Then I just kind of got, heavier and heavier and heavier uh until i discovered Katy perry and that was the peak of my musical endeavors and <laughs> and your haircut that well yeah like a Katy perry hair kind of haircut that was yeah. back in i kiss the girl age right <laughs> bro yeah. i remember being it's, in camp and that song came out i was like what yeah wow. My my uh my oldest my youngest daughter was never never born but I'm, she well. was never born. Then. <laughs> she was never born. Not born yet. <laughs> she was never born yet. It, it, I speak in riddles. I, I'm the Yoda of the uh, podcast. Uh, but no, I I can remember all that. But it, it just seems like it, it hit like at a certain time of like around the early 2000s before things really started just messing up for like actually lyrically inclined people. Now you just have people that can just do five words on a four and a half minute song and just repeat it. And they're making millions. Mm -hmm. And then you have someone like uh, Brandon Lake, which he writes his music and just like beautifully amazing. writes it, writes it down and gets beaten by a person that <clears throat> talks about their own genitalia, right. you know, and it's, it's just, people just don't like the art, don't like the heartfelt kind of stuff. They like whatever 
whatever's out there, what flavors out there that the, uh, the industry is pushing. And unfortunately yeah. you get a lot of people like, like mm-hmm. your music. It's very, it's loud. It's, it's crazy and all that, but it, the behind the music it's, it's, it's more spiritual base yeah. and that people tend to overlook by the heaviness. That, uh, and do y'all get that a lot? You know, be, being a, a metal band, uh, people are like, well, you're not very, that's not very Christian. Your music. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, we get it a lot, which is, is funny because like, it's, I don't know if like Mike has really experienced it. Um, he may have in several of his other bands or in anything that he does, we all get it. But I know that for me personally, like I get a lot of that. I used to get told like you're, you're, uh, in verbatim, you are dragging the line between Christianity and Satanism and you will not go to heaven. It's like this, all of this, like 19, do you remember the satanic panic in the late eighties? Like it feels like that. So it's like, so listen guys, like, look, I even had a pastor. This is the star of David. I had a pastor tell me that this was a pentagram and that I shouldn't be in his church because I'm obviously Satanist. It's like, yo, first of all, read a book. Number two, read my lyrics. Like, so I, I kind of have a vendetta against like super religious churches, um, who are more about like, uh, appearances than they are about the gospel. And so like, well, what do you Jesus do? And I said, that problem too. Yeah. So I was like, they're like, well, what do you do? What's your, what, what do you do as a hobby? And I'm like, well, I, uh, I'm a musician and I, I tell people about Jesus in the most demonic sounding way possible. And he like just my, farts. Yeah. I just rip one. My, uh, <laughs> my <laughs> uncle is, um, in his sixties and he was in a bluegrass Christian band in the seventies called Obadiah. And so like, he's never been like into the, even like the hair metal stuff. Like when my dad's band was going, he was like, here's this trash. And so he listens to my stuff and he's like, I don't get it. I just don't get why you, uh, why you got to do it. And my aunt, his wife was like, just read the lyrics. And it was to dry bones. And he sits on the couch and he just like weeps and he goes, Oh, I get it. But like, sometimes I have to explain it to people. I'm like, I'm out here with bands like Dying Fetus. And what are you doing? Sitting at your computer at home? Being a ninny? Well, yes. What, what, you know what, what I mean? What's it to you, man? <laughs> yeah, not you specifically, but like, yeah, we do get it. But it's, it's becoming more and more approachable, I think. Definitely less than it was when I was in youth group. Yeah, and, and I, I see it coming up because... You, you have to reach the people out there and, and some people don't just like to sit around and enjoy contemporary music or gospel stuff. Right. Uh, you know, you like skillet really opened the door to me for Christian rock, um, back in the day. And I, I didn't even know that they were Christian until, right. until they go, Oh, you know, they're, they're a Christian band. And people are like, I don't like skillet. What you were jamming to them about five minutes ago. And then you found out they're right. a Christian band. Now right. you don't like it. it it's just, right. it's a stereotype. And right. a lot of times people, tend to sway well that stereotype so i don't want to get near it because i i want to go and and you're thinking well you know who who else w- was like rebellious and all that and that was when jesus came through and he and he flipped tables over he went all crazy and all that that's metal you know you, did you forget <laughs> all about that you know it's it's not only just sitting down and relaxing and you right. and you're supposed to sing to the lord so loud and all that and what's louder than metal 
right. Yeah, you turn yeah, it up to 11. To louder. Turn it to yeah, 11. Yeah, a little spinal tap. Yeah. You, you look at it. Don't touch it, though. Just look at it. Turn it up to 11. And we get that a lot, too. Like, at least with me, like, I'll meet people in church. And they're like, oh, you're in a heavy band, so you like skillet? I'm like, no. <laughs> Way heavier. No. How can it be heavier? <laughs> oh, it could be heavier. I thought skillet was heavy. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> skillet is more of a... Uh, New metal kind of kind of thing. It's, yeah, it's I don't know. Like, yeah, like I, I guess I, I like Skillet. I remember the first time I heard Skillet. I was in Sunday school, and we were just got done singing the old Father Abraham track. You remember that one? Anybody oh, yeah. remember that Father oh, Abraham yeah. had many Definitely. sons. Many sons had Father Abraham. Abraham. Yeah, and then one of the youth kids like brought in like this. Um, I don't know what it was. It must have been. I think he pulled it up on the computer because my dad was the IT guy at the church, and and I first heard Skillet there. I really le- liked them back in the day. I can't remember what it was. It, they, it was around the same time that Family Force Five was the thing. Oh, dude, you remember that? Yeah, yeah, man. I seen yeah. them live a few times. And then I found Zayo, and then I never listened to Skillet again. Yeah, Skillet used to have a real like kind of, um, I don't know, almost techno kind of vibe to it. Like you they had what? a lot of like synths and keyboards and stuff going on, and mm-hmm. um, with the like new metal. No, <laughs> it's like, a lot of symphonic, <laughs> but like yeah. then they came out with like Savior and that really yeah, put them on the map. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. That song's phenomenal though. I, uh, the video, the music video is even better. Yeah. Dude, I, I remember hearing, I remember hearing August Burns Red had a, a youth group one night. Uh, it was the, their Christmas album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. after that, and they're still kicking, man. It's like there is yeah, no yeah, other band like that. Well, just banger after banger. So, well, let's let's listen to Unleavened real fast, and then we'll be right back with you to finish up uh, and talk more about your upcoming stuff that's coming up. So, Rad. here it is, Unleavened by Collapse Revived. Go. Yeah. 
Are you considering going to church for the first time? Have you ever thought about waking up in the morning, getting ready, and going to church just to see what it's all about? Or maybe you're looking for a new church because your old church wasn't quite what you had in mind. Consider coming to visit Covenant Life Church in Waxahachie. Here on the Johnny Taco Show, this is our home church, and we extend the invitation for you to come worship with us and fellowship with us. If you're interested, visit Covenant Life at 423 North College Street, Waxahachie, Texas. Wednesday service begins at 7 p.m. Sunday service starts at 10.30 a.m. For more information, please visit www.covenantlife.online and look on the calendar for upcoming events. Your journey can begin right now. All right, that was Unleavened. We're back here with Collapse Revived, or like I say, Collapse Backspace Back. No, yeah, I, I, it's Collapse Revived here. We're having a good time. We're, we're just chilling. And uh, how did that song come along? Who, who wrote that song? Uh, that would be at least the music, me like the guitar wise and stuff. That was the first um, song that me and Nate um, put together instrumentally in and, his bedroom. <laughs> and, and was this about the bread or was this something else? Were y'all, were y'all watching the chosen to go? No, no. Chosen, um, yeah. well, I, I, I do like the chosen, but you know, it wasn't about chosen. that. I, I chose the name unleavened after, um, after the lyrics were done and the boys helped me, you know, really pick the final name, but I had written the song about corrupt churches. I am very, very, very against, um, prosperity preachers, Kenneth Copeland, you know, Hagen, all those guys do plantis. I'm very against them. And, and so, um, I wrote the song about church leaders and the church walking away from the holiness of Yahweh. And so we are in leaven. So it says, you know, a little leaven, a, a little yeast works through the whole piece into the whole ball of dough. And so I wrote it off of that. That's why we have a pulpit with, you know, stabbed money into it with a rat sitting on top of it. And, and the, so the whole song is just about uh, crying out to, to the Lord um, in the midst of corruption in the Western church and how we've like, we've just, we're, he's not holy to us anymore. He, he's not scary Amen. and just, we don't honor him. We, it's all about the money. So we got to hoard all the money. And so that's yeah. what it's about. And we come to common. Yeah. And, and, and you're so true, but it's not just in the Western church. Even oh, no, not at all. Every, everywhere. And it's getting to a point where people are not act actively having that relationship with God and knowing exactly what his plan is people are more like uh what is that called they they just read the footnotes they don't actually open up their bible and actually right. read it there's and, a fancy term for people like that we call them moral therapeutic deists because it's just somehow a sweet therapy in good on me self-help christianity where there is no repentance there is no sin or or consequence and i'll tell you guys if you're listening to this and you go to a church where they never preach the gospel and they don't tell you to repent of your sin leave yeah not gonna do sure. good yeah but yeah you're right tickling tickling of the ears yep well, I, I like my ears tickled. That's why I listen to music. <laughs> oh, yeah. But like, you know, <laughs> tell you what you want to hear. The truth. You know, too much tickling will turn you deaf. 
And, and you know, that, that is true. And, and if you listen to any of my other, um, rants that are called podcast episodes, you know, that I, I like to step on people's feet because so many people, especially when it comes to sin, how people just say, well, that sin is not as bad as killing or murdering, but they haven't really opened up the book and say, Hey, sin is sin. No, there's no greater sin. Right. Yeah. You break one part of the law, you break it all. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's why you see a lot of churches are, are closing down. There was a church uh, right next to my church. I'm not going to say the name because, you know, I don't want anybody sending hate mail or, or something Mm -hmm. to the pastor because, you know, I believe that he was trying to do the right thing uh, to get more people to, to go to church. But he had actually, thought that homosexuality wasn't a sin, uh, wasn't as big a sin as thievery and all that. But, you know, I'm not saying that homosexuals shouldn't go to church. I I believe that the church should be open for everybody, but you have to know what God says in the Bible towards the Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. You can't change it. You can't make it out to what you want it to be. Like the point is like, well, I've got some friends that are you're like, oh, church will burn down before I go to, you know, if I walk into it, like, oh, ha ha. But I'm like, listen, you don't have to get cleaned up to take a shower. Yep. You just go like, so if, if you're gay, if you struggle with identity issues, like I, I was there before in my, in my past and the Lord healed me, come to Jesus. He'll fix everything in time. It's just, it's beautiful. Yeah. Because you, you walk through a path by yourself. The yeah. one thing that's going to happen is you're going to get lost. Mm-hmm. Or are you going to look for other, other pathfinders to mm-hmm. uh, try to get to that goal that you want? So you leave, so you leave behind the ultimate path maker yeah. and you start going to a place where you're confused and then you start going into a group of other confused people and then you make right. up your own religion, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, that's really what it is. It's just a bunch of people experiencing the deficit within their own lives, whether it be of love or um, camaraderie, relationships. And then they get adopted into these different groups. Um, And then everybody, everybody's just looking for love. But the only love that I see in the world um, that does not come from God is is extremely shallow and self-serving. Yep. And then it always leads to anxiety, loneliness, um, always. And a lot of the time depression and sometimes even suicide. Yeah. Because you don't have that agape love. Yeah. That unconditional love that, that, that God has for you. And just because someone loves you, they're, it doesn't mean that they're going to go all velvet gloves on you when you're wrong. You need to be punished. You're, I mean, you're just, and I'm not like, just saying go to your wife and just well on her because she burnt the toast. I'm not <laughs> talking about that. Uh, yeah, you know, exactly but, what you're saying. <laughs> but, but I, I've always said is, you know, I'm talking out of love. I'm not talking out of hate. Uh, right. Right. You know, I come at you at love. I love you for who you are, you, you know, for your soul. But I do not love the sin. Right. You know, right. he said you're supposed to love the person, hate the sin. And that's where I believe your music comes is because there are those lost 
and your music is like a beacon towards right. towards people that love metal, but they they're they're listening to lyrics that are maybe not as holy as they need to be listening to because there, there are some really really dark stuff if you oh, yeah. if you oh, went yeah. into the deep hole of uh stuff like uh king diamond and yeah and uh, cannibal corpse you go to deicide you go to all that stuff right there there are some lyrics oh, yeah, that make definitely. you let's say well uh, this is a little extreme you know yeah, you got freaking demon Lord gear gorgoroth necrophagist yeah. all those guys somatic, uh somatic later white chapel album was wild the Ripper. Yeah. 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 That was wild. And, so and the reason why I was, I was saying that because, you know, is people reach out for the love that, and that, that includes people like the, the juggalos that, that, in, that includes people that are in an occult or, yep. and people that are just lost and yep. lost people tend to attract more lost people. <laughs> And because you're looking for that love and, and there's, there's that love is always going to leave you empty. Yeah. And I found that out through a bottle, uh, the bottom of a bottle of tequila one, one night and I was sick and I threw up, I threw up blood and I was, I was just really, really off. And I'm, and you know, to me, it was, it was the word of God that told me, it says, you're, I'm not done with you. You got to pour it out. I'm not done. And I started throwing up and I'm, I started going to back to church. I'm not saying that I didn't backslide a little bit going through because we all have our trials. We all have our tribulations. Yeah, absolutely. And I believe the heavy m- music is what kept me on that path because I, I get a little tired of hearing elevation music because it pretty much yeah. it's cookie cutter music. I, I love, I love uh, worshiping at, at church with that music. But when I get, when I get in, I'm like, man, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to hear it while I'm driving. Cause I'll fall asleep. If you actually do Waymaker, <laughs> I'll fall asleep. Uh, mm-hmm. which is a, for all the listeners is actually a very soothing song for you to go to sleep. But See, you're talking about it. I'll be falling asleep right now, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I want to hear something heavy. I want to hear something heavy. So, you know, I put in, yeah. I put in some, uh, like I said, hard look or, you know, now that I found y'all, I put in some of your music and you just turn it up loud and people are thinking, oh man, this seat, the Satanists over here just jamming and all that. Right. And, and then back of my you just flip them off and drive by. <laughs> <laughs> you just mumble a curse, flip them off and drive away. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but then when they look in the back of my car, it says Johnny Tacos and then it says, do you have Jesus? There you, you know? go. Yeah. And it, it's a, it's a conversation starter too. Yeah. Yeah. Metal. Well, Christian metal for me has been like a, uh, has been a, like a war song, something that I feel like I would listen to before I go into this battle. Yeah. Like a rally cry. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. I very much think of spiritual warfare when I think of Christian yeah, a lot. especially if it's yeah, done right sure. like it can bring out so much emotion in you and just want to serve and in a way that you would die for your king that's pretty cool 
Yeah. You know, I joke around with uh, John from Slaves Wage. Um, they they played at uh, Metal Grace uh, last year at the concert that I made. Uh, he looks like a Viking. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? You need to come out in full Viking and just rip it off and have a cross. It says, I have become a Christian. <laughs> because he's like tall. He's taller. Well, I'm 6'6", six, six, so he's a little bit smaller than me. But he looks like he has the long hair. He looks like he should be playing for, uh, was it Amaroth? Yeah, Amon Amarth. Amon Amarth. Uh, it shows how much I know about the- Viking metal. <laughs> I think you just named a Pokemon. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was playing Pokemon Go. I apologize. Crystal. So, um, so what is new for the band? Are I know that Nate's no longer in the band. Are y'all actively actively pursuing someone new? Um, I think we decided to uh, stay as a four piece for now. See what happens. Hey, and there's I do think that, um, piece. There's some awesome four piece. Oh, dude, there's awesome three, three pieces, pieces yeah. two pieces, one pieces, no pieces. Um, <laughs> I think that <laughs> something we're going to be working on is uh, <laughs> is um, oh my gosh, a concept album, something like that. I think is uh, going to be in our future. Yep. All those of you who've been begging us every release is this, uh, surely it's an album coming. Surely it's an album coming. Well, you guys whined loud enough. So we're going to write an album. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, if you want it to be done faster, you can uh, get us at collapse.pay at gmail.com for our PayPal. (laughs) I hate when churches like, monetize the gospel. <laughs> Dude, I didn't say monetize. I mean, yes, I hate that. But like, <laughs> hey, man, the gospel's free, but the pipeline to get it there isn't. I'm not trying to buy a Bugatti. Yeah, I'm trying music. to pay for a $1,500 music video. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you just pull a shekel out of the fish's mouth. Like, that's yeah, just, yeah, <laughs> over there choking the neighbor's kid. Like, Give me a quarter. Man, we could do your video <laughs> in, in two hours straight with an iPhone. Yeah, and get yeah. that background behind us. Yes. <laughs> Brought to you by. So, yeah. But anyway, Keeps we're just... has uh, to get a perm. Yeah, I do. I will. I will. We're just working on writing new music and seeing where we'll go from here. Honestly, like, we might say we're going to do this or that or the other thing, but it says in the epistles, you know, Pauline epistles, that we shouldn't say where you're going to do this or that, but right. that we'll go there and we'll listen to the Lord and, and we'll we'll do what he says for us to do and... And so maybe yeah. the next season for us has been what will be something more along the lines of uh, submission and and prayer just for direction and opportunities and, and also writing. Because beyond that, I, I can't say that I know what we're going to do. Like, yeah. you know, just going to write some music and see where it goes. So uh, so you don't have any tours coming up, any concerts? Um, we've got. I, um, I think we got Michigan metal fest later in the year. Other than that, no tours, no, no, uh, concerts coming up. We have obviously to figure all of that out now, um, in the near future, how we're going to do backtracking for Nate's parts for the songs we have written and what, or, or, you know, all of that has to be figured out. So I'd love the tour yeah. in the near future. Um, we need a van and uh, constant uh, members. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> and and to live down by the river, right? And that yeah, thing. yeah. Eating a steady <laughs> diet of government cheese. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I'm pretty excited about how how it's going to co- turn out. You know, with all your new material coming up and what God yeah. has in store. And you're right; yeah. you shouldn't say, "Well, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that." It's just it, it's it's a joke around here. It's like when you're planning stuff, God laughs and he changes the he changes the plan around. You know, I oh, didn't yeah. I didn't expect for my podcast to be a music podcast talking to musicians and all that. I thought it was just going to be me ranting and Christian Joe Rogan. over Yeah. I was going to be a joke. Yeah. Uh, and, but, but then when I started feeling the warmth of how much, um, true Christian musicians love, you know, just having a community and nothing is more special to me than the metal community because it's, it's one big family. Absolutely. And, um, but I want to thank y'all so much for being on the show. Um, we need to talk. I want to talk more about your feelings towards like the big churches, the mega churches. Maybe I can have you back on the show for uh, the Johnny taco show, which is more of my more conservative kind of uh, talk show where I have yeah, more right. of the, the Bible lessons and all that, that I have. Yeah. yeah I love uh, to tear apart the theology. And, 100%. and, you know, we can, we can, we can talk about that more later down the line. Uh, but I, but again, I do want to appreciate y'all for being on the show. You're very welcome. Uh, pleasure to be here. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Uh, and, yeah. You know, I want to thank all the new listeners that happen to come by because they love Josh's hair and they can hear it through the interview. Yeah, I love Josh's hair. Like, stay away from my wife, bro. Jeez. <laughs> uh, stay away from you. I feel the way you look at me, Keith. <laughs> well, that, that wasn't a little creepy. You know, all the people. <laughs> I told you. Those piercing eyes there. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but to all the new listeners that happen to stumble upon here, saying the Johnny Taco Show must be a show from Food Network. He's going he's going to show me how to make some awesome tacos. I hate to disappoint, but the only edification that you get is through the testimonies of my guest and my constant babbling through Jesus Christ. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior, the yeah, man yeah. with the plan, the one who died on the cross so we can go to heaven. Um, I want to thank all the diehard listeners. You know who you are because y'all harass me every day on Facebook. Thank you for uh, listening to me and encouraging and keeping everything going. You are the sour cream on the taco supreme. Uh, also want to let you know uh, I have extended the Valentine's buy one get one because I know that you have been working and Tuesday is not a payday for Valentine's and you broke your significant other's heart because they really wanted a Johnny Tacos t-shirt I'm going to extend that Valentine's 23 go to Twisted Glitter say hey I want a Johnny Tacos t-shirt and I want to give the love of my life a Johnny Tacos t-shirt. It can either go both uh, two ways. You know, you can either the your person will madly fall in love with you or 
you had to sleep outside because it was only a $15 shirt. But uh, either way, you got a t-shirt. So, but uh, Valentine's 23. That's all you got. Go to Twisted Glitter. All right. And we're going to get out of here. Um, I hope y'all have a great day because God is always with you. You're not alone. You think you're alone. You think you're walking through this path. You don't have any friends, no family, no one to to call. Um, feel free to email me. Feel free to email any of my guests. Uh, you know, we're all in this together. We're all part of the body of Christ. We're all part of the kingdom. And also, do not call me after 10 p.m. And you know who you are. I love you, but don't call me after 10 p.m. And that's in any time zone because nine o'clock, I'm in bed. I'm 46. I'm in bed by 8.30. I'll listen to a phone until 9 p.m. All right. I am constantly babbling. See, I told you. Fair enough. All right. But anyways, guys, y'all have a blessed one. You too, man. Um, You too, man. God bless you with everything. And we'll see you soon. Take care.